Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to the voice of Christian Liberty and Homeschools.org, the radio ministry emanating from our beautiful 12-acre campus and historic 200,000-square-foot building in the heart of Arlington Heights. For over 54 years, this ministry has continued to build upon the historical riches of God's wisdom and knowledge and the labors of hundreds of faithful servants. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from all over Chicagoland. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. You are about to hear from the depths and archives of this historically rich and yet culturally relevant institution as we seek to inspire and encourage you in your walk of faith. Get ready to hear your host, speaker, teacher, and author, Audrey Marie Hessler. Welcome, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty. And it's a beautiful day, and actually, uh, it's not a matter of what the weather is today. You could be listening to this on a cold and rainy day, uh, a hot and sunny day, but it's a beautiful day because we as Christians know the Lord. And so if we can always keep that focus, not looking at the weather, but looking at Christ. If we can keep the focus of not looking at our circumstances, but looking at Christ. So friends, welcome to the Voice of Christian Liberty. It's a beautiful day in the Lord. And this is my second day of uh, interviewing a very wonderful man named Alan Marushek. I told him I'd like that name. It sounds so strong. And he has a wonderful background. I'm going to let him tell you all of his titles. But before I do, uh, one of them that uh, I grabbed onto is that he's a running coach. And let me read you a verse that we are all familiar with as Christians. And if you're not, if you're a new Christian and you're not familiar with this, look this verse up. It will be an encouragement to you. It's Hebrews 12.1, and it tells us that, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. You know, friends, we're all as Christians running in a race. And I have a running coach here who literally teaches running. But all of us need to be taught how to run for Jesus Christ. So today I'm welcoming back a very interesting man who God has had his hand on since he was a young boy. And that's not unusual. Many of us can look back and go, you know, now I realize from the earliest years of my life, God was getting a hold of me. Welcome back to this show, Alan Marushek. Tell me a little bit about all of your titles. Please do. Oh, that... And forgive me, I know people don't always want to be known by their titles, but you just have quite a few of them here, you know. So uh, tell me about your uh, t- other titles beyond your running coach. Yeah, it's, it's just an eye chart, really. Uh, it's a, I'm a certified personal trainer through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Uh, or CPT NASM, as as we say in the field. 
Um, I have a bachelor's of science in uh, physical education from the uh, State University of New York College at Cortland. And you know what's another thing, Alan, that we mentioned the first time I interviewed you, that you're a hearing impaired man. Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Every disability, as we discussed on a previous broadcast, has its downside, but it's blessing. And one of the fascinating things that you said is it caused you to be known as a good listener <laughs> because you had to be intent yeah, on listening. It, it depends on who you who you who you ask, but yeah, yeah, I've been told I, I've been told by some people I'm a good listener. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we also got to hear about your fascinating story about meeting your wife at Grand Central Station. And so, you know, I'm a writer. I've got this whole story in my mind about <laughs> this wonderful love story about how God brings you two together. And you know, that's the bigger love story is the God who loves us. Mm-hmm. Who who will foreknow us and foreordain us? And that day, you almost didn't meet up with your wife. You're yep. two different Starbucks, but God would bring you together. And now God has sovereignly brought you to Christian Liberty Academy, where we are broadcasting from. And I'm here with my producer Dan Hartsaw, who is in the background, always making sure these whole shows get produced. And so, thank you, Dan. Well, yesterday we talked about the fact that you were raised a Catholic, mm-hmm. and I want to give a shout out to the Catholics for being people who stand for life. They're, they are such a strong group, and you and I were talking about that, that you are a father now of four, and something really struck you when you had your fourth child. Tell me about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had uh, three boys before my daughter was born, and, you know, as a father, you know, I want to be an example to my sons, uh, as, you know, as to what a man should be like uh, some days I accomplish it some days some days I don't I mean I'm human what a worthy goal though but uh, but you know but when my daughter was born I, I felt um, almost I guess you call it a pressure if you would just just subtly saying you know I, I remember holding her when she as soon as, as soon as she was born I remember holding her and saying I have to be the example to you of the man I want you to marry and I had to think, who who is that man? I mean, I've thought I've thought about all my flaws and and everything I need to improve upon. And and I, I thank God. I said, you know, this, 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 she's giving me purpose. She's Alan, me- I am deeply touched by that. Yeah. That you would look at that baby girl and and think those thoughts. Yeah. So even in your inadequacies, there's a more than adequate God who will, who will help you in that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we were also talking about um, having been raised in a Catholic setting and mm-hmm. claiming that as your Catholic, um, you were raised with a strong sense of the value of life. And we were talking about how there's a big problem in our society about us moving away dramatically from the value of life. How that breaks your heart breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. And here you are, a father with four children and a beautiful daughter. And we're so grateful for men like you who recognize. Uh, recognize the value of life and want to help your sons be godly men mm-hmm. and then your daughter see what is a godly man so that she'll choose one one day. So all of you men listening, take take this um, lesson here from Alan, who's a trainer, a running trainer, <laughs> a, a personal trainer, but maybe that has nothing to do with your lifestyle. You, maybe you're not even athletic. Some Some men aren't. They're not interested at all. 
but you're always a witness as men in Christ to who Christ is. That That's what we need to find in ourselves. And Alan, I applaud you for wanting to do that. Now, Alan, you have many gifts behind that you've accomplished, many things you've done. You started to tell me how you've had some real ups and downs in life, but mm-hmm. one of those downtimes would work to your benefit. You're raised in a Catholic background. You have a strong downtime where things aren't going well. You're living in Arizona with your wife. But it brings you to what? What happens in your spiritual walk then? Well, when I when I was when I was baptized, I was actually baptized Greek Catholic. Oh, that's interesting. And okay. so Greek Orthodox. I'm sorry. And so I was raised Roman Catholic. And when it came time for the, our, our, my Catholic uh, classmates to confirm, because I was baptized Greek Catholic, Greek Orthodox. I'm sorry. I didn't have to do a confirmation. So, I'm not even familiar with that, but that's an yeah, interesting yeah, thing. Yeah, I didn't have to go through the ceremony or anything like that, do the uh, community service. Or, I, I, lucked okay. out of a lot, yeah. I lucked out of a lot of work when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> and it's fortunately our walk with God isn't about our works, but please yeah. Yeah, keep telling me. But, you know, I, I, and I literally just thought of that uh, as we were speaking. I, I never had a chance to really confirm my, my faith and what it is I believe in. Okay. And even even if I did go through the ceremony, I probably it, it was it was ceremonial. I was fourteen. I know, and it, it wouldn't. I don't know how much it would have met. But you know, at that time in Arizona, I had to think about you know where I felt you know Jesus drawing me to Him. You know, I don't I don't I don't use the term I gave my life to Christ. Christ drew, drew it from me. Yeah, and. You know, I was, and my purpose in life became different. I, I just, I said, okay, things aren't great, you know, financially, but there's so much more out there than just, just you know, work and money and everything like that. I mean, my wife and I, we had just gotten married. We were looking forward to starting a family of our own, and you know, I did. I just felt that there was something more to. To life than just you know work and then you know go to church every now and again and you know I just wanted to dig to dive into the to the to the Bible and, and learn about God and just go my purpose in the world. Wow, that's um, great! You know, many listeners right now have are actually going through that. I'm sure right now mm-hmm. there's something more. Yeah. There's something more than just I can make some more money, I can get another house, or I can I can get married, I can have a relationship. Yeah. There's something more. And and that hunger inside people, friends, it's answered through Jesus Christ. And yeah. and Alan, you found that. So you can't say for sure at what point it was like, well, now I know Jesus Christ. There was a part of you always seeming to know him. Yeah. But at that point God's about to take you into a deeper dive with him. Yeah, you know, I, I, I never had that miraculous moment where everything just became clear. It was just yeah. very gradual for me. Like I said, uh, like I said before, I just started reading a little bit here and there, and then one thing led to another, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I, I come across a, a certain uh, experience that would have made me angry a number of years back, and all of a sudden I'm handling it more gracefully. Wow, that's like, that's a bravo. Whoa, it's like, okay, you know, when I was in my 20s or when I was younger, I would have said this, but instead I, you know, just spoke softly and applied a proverb or I read something and I read something that morning that I could rely on. Life. 
Yeah. And that's, and that's when, I don't know when that happened. That just happened all of a sudden. And, you know, it's just... Uh, you know, that, Alan, I think this is so great that you're bringing this up because there are people who have sudden turning points where, wow, this is all different. Mm-hmm. But there are many people like you who say, it's kind of a gradual process. I, mm-hmm. I notice I'm a little different here. I'm a little different there. Yeah. And so, uh, friends, be encouraged. It does not have to be a dramatic turning point to have a real relationship with Jesus Christ. But you do have to come to the point where you know it, mm-hmm. where you know that you know Jesus Christ is my Savior. So, friends, if you've never come to that point, we do welcome you today to come to know Jesus as the Savior who loves you. Alan, we're about to go to break. We still have to know more about some other things that have happened in your life. And I want to know a little bit more about being an Eagle Scout. Okay. And I I think that's just a fun title, an Eagle Scout, just the beauty of that. Okay, friends, we're about to go to break. It's Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian liberty. I'm here with a running coach, a personal trainer. We'll be right back at the Voice of Christian Liberty. Hello, I'm Calvin Lindstrom. Did you know that every year your child spends in school is more time than they will spend in church for five years? In many public schools, children are exposed to bullying, negative peer influence, and denial of God. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students preschool through 12th grade attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from a 20-mile radius. We are minutes from the Metro train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. If you think you can't afford it, let's talk and take a tour of our historic downtown 200,000-square-foot campus. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to learn more about all our programs or call 847-385-2012 during business hours to schedule a personal tour. Welcome back, friends. This is Audrey Marie at The Voice of Christian Liberty. And I'm interviewing a personal coach, a trainer, a physical education teacher at our academy, a wonderful man who has a heart for God and a heart for people, a heart for the things of God. And we left off talking about that he's an Eagle Scout, and he considers that one of his greatest achievements. And I'm sure many of you out there have friends, or you yourself are an Eagle Scout, so an applaud to you. But, Alan, you're saying that's one of your greatest achievements. Would you please tell me about it? Well, it's something that I continue to draw from to this day. I, I achieved the rank of Eagle Scout in the, in the Boy Scouts uh, when I was 18, um, or well, actually, I'm sorry, when I was 17, <laughs> close to 18. And it's, uh, it's an experience that I still, I still draw upon to this day, how to uh, you know, organize a project, um, how, to, how to lead people. Uh, that's a, I learned a lot about leadership in there, how to improvise with what I have around me, whether that's um, making, making a, a stand, a, a lean-to tent, or out of sticks, or um, just uh, relying on the resources I had to get, get a project done. Um, you know, I still rely on that. Uh, I, I rely on the lessons that I've learned from uh, the great leaders that I've had from there, they've they've taught me a lot about um, growing up, thinking for yourself, and you know, I, the experiences that I've had you know, are, are 
just just wonderful. I mean, going well, camping and everything like that. Great. That great is stuff. great training, mm-hmm. isn't that? Yeah. Absolutely great. And, you know, one of our mottos here at the Academy is train up a child in the way they should go. Uh, from scripture and when they're old they will not depart from it and literally you were trained in so many wonderful things through being an eagle scout and through achieving it mm-hmm. and uh, all those people who helped you and trained you on the way yep. what a blessing but it also shows god's word to be true if you will train up a child in the way that he should go when he's older he won't depart from it so god bless those people who yeah. take the time to train young men and i think there's been some change in that nowadays about how they do that, but praise yeah. God for how you've mm-hmm. used it mm-hmm. and you consider it a great achievement. Definitely. And among your other achievements that you have. So tell me a little bit about uh, what are your personal goals as a Christian coach and athlete? Well, um, I, I think it's uh, all all inclusive. I don't look at myself as a, as a Christian and athlete. I just look at myself as a Christian. I happen to be an athlete, I happen to be a coach, I happen to be a man, I happen to be a husband, a father. <laughs> um, and my personal goal is to live up to my potential. I mean, I, I rely on, I, I have opened here the, uh, the parable of the loan money. Okay. And basically, uh, a, I'm just, if, it may, if I can paraphrase, uh, the, uh, one was given five talents and made five more talents out of that. Uh, one was given two talents and made two more talents out of that. And one was given one talent and buried it uh, in the ground. Mm-hmm. And the master came back and, you know, the five talents said, well, you know, here's a, I made five more. Uh, I, with two talents, I made two more. And the one talent said, oh, look, I, I saved your talent. Uh, and um, here, here you go. And the master was furious with the person who did nothing with the talent and gave it to gave it to one of the others who developed and gained interest with uh, the money that they've been entrusted. And I feel that I've been entrusted with some gifts that. And just like any gift, you know, if, if someone gives you a gift, the, the giver wants to see you, one, enjoy it. Yes. Use it to help other people and learn from it. Right, right. So I've been blessed with, you know, certain certain things, certain attributes, certain abilities. And, you know, I just I, I, I want to see the full potential. And I think and I, I'd love to inspire people to do that, whatever it is, because I think. I come across a lot of people, even when I'm training them, that I can't do this, I can't do that, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too this, I'm too that. <laughs> and I, I understand. I mean, I, I people look at me, they say, oh, well, it's, it's always been easy for you, you're, you're in shape or whatever. And I say, well, no, I have my own challenges. I, I might not talk about them all the time, but I have my own things to overcome, you know, my hearing, yes, various injuries. Things that people might not see all that often, but we all have something that we're facing. We all have something that we're going with. But, you know, daily scripture, um, support systems, help learn learn to serve other people will help help uh, helps develop that potential. 
That's Oh, what a good point. And, you know, um, what you're saying here is that since the Bible tells us, God's word tells us we're all running a race, mm-hmm. your greatest goal is to run your race to your greatest potential and then turn around and inspire other people yeah. to do the same. Mm-hmm. So what a godly uh, desire. Yeah. How, what w- advice would you like to give to Christian athletes right now? Well, I mean, seek wise counsel. I mean, just 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 read read Proverbs. I mean, Proverbs has such a, such great advice that uh, seek wise counsel before making big decisions. Associate with people that are that are godly and righteous. Be wary of people who talk too much. <laughs> no, no one in this room. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I only do this for a living. <laughs> but, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean the proverbs, you know, especially for young young people, that just just provides a nice roadmap for how to how to live, how to treat people. Be weary of flattery. Um, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of young athletes. We have very successful athletes around here. My biggest fear is for that success to go to their head, and okay. they forget the they forget that they still have to work hard. You know that yes. their potential hasn't been met yet. They're so young. They're, they're, they they still have. Light years ahead, uh, much, and, and and they still have much further to go. Uh, whether they win the, whether they finish first or last in the race, they still have more that they can do. And you know, Alan, I'm remembering that when I interviewed you in the show before, you said that you reached a point when you were in Arizona where you were feeling kind of self sufficient. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me, since you're concerned for young kids who become very successful, um, that. Uh, they'll it'll go to their head, and you know what the Bible warns us of that pride will come before the fall. Yeah. And so when you started telling me that there was a time in your life where suddenly you felt self sufficient, I pretty much knew from Scripture, uh oh, what's coming now? Yeah. But good, isn't it great that God just won't let us just go on a road that won't take us where we need to be? Mm-hmm. He'll let things kind of fall apart so that we come back to Him. Oh yeah, I mean that. It, it, I I it, I had to learn that. You know, it, it happened for a reason for me to learn that. Yes. And yeah, I mean, it's you know, parent, parenting actually taught me a lot more about God than I than I would would have ever thought possible. I mean, you, you, people think, well, well, if God is so great, why is there hatred in the world? Why why do we have all these problems? And and I look at my kids and I think, well, you know, I can teach my kids so much, raise them as, as in a way they should go, and then you hope for the best. With yes. You know, they have to make their own decisions. They have to, you know, you can't be around them all the time. And that's kind of, that's kind of how God is. He's, he's, you know, the Holy Spirit's in the background and sometimes you're in the forefront. But we have to learn. He wants us to grow and, and learn from our mistakes and, and rationalize things, not just go into things blindsided, do our research, uh, make informed decisions. Again, you know, with Proverbs, uh, seek wise counsel and everything like that. But, you know, it's, it's uh, parenting has really opened my eyes to, to what God is, is, is like in that respect. They're answered, you know, some of the, some of the questions that I've had, you know, so. Because we can step in the shoes for a while of the Lord has told us to call God our father mm-hmm. and that he is our father who art in heaven. And then when you step into the role of parenting, whether it's a father or mother, suddenly you realize some of the things that, do show us God's character, such as as much as we love our children, in the end we will not control them. We mm-hmm. will let them make choices. We will train them the best we know. Mm-hmm. And that's how we learn a lot about why God then must allow us to make decisions that we wouldn't want people to make, right? Mm-hmm. But 
but what a blessing that you see some of those decisions now. When you told me you had a lot of moves and you learned from those moves. Yes. And God used it all for your good. So you talked a little bit about how parenting taught you. What might you want to tell parents, parents of athletes, let's say? Um, I mean... It, just, or just, just parents. Your, yeah, your father I mean, be, be an example to, to your kids. I mean, it's... Um, Something, something that my wife and I kind of bicker about a little bit is that uh, when my kids are occupied with their, uh, if they're watching TV or doing homework, I'll bring out my Bible and read, or I'll try to read something. And my wife said, you're not, you're not spending time with the kids. I said, well, no, I'm showing them what to do with their time. I'm showing them, hey, daddy's reading. These kids see a lot. The eyes are a pathway through the soul. So they see they see how you react to situations. They see how you manage your time, how you treat your spouse. The kids see more than they hear. And it's very important to be the person that you want them to be. Okay, what a great way to end this, Alan. That's just Coach Alan Marushak. We've been talking about his life. We've been talking about him as a personal trainer. A shout-out to the beautiful woman he married, who he's mentioned in this show, and his four children. And he's ending this show with people be an example. Parents be an example. Christians be an example of who Christ is. Thank you, Alan. God bless you. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty. You have just heard from the voice of Christian Liberty and homeschools.org the radio ministry emanating from our beautiful 12-acre campus and historic 200,000-square-foot building in the heart of Arlington Heights. For over 54 years, this ministry has continued to build upon the historical riches of God's wisdom and knowledge and the labors of hundreds of faithful servants. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students preschool through 12th grade attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from a 20-mile radius. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. We partner with parents to raise strong, respectful, compassionate, Christ-fearing, outstanding young men and women of character and purpose. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to find out more about Christian Liberty Academy and our excellent academic, athletic, and arts programs, our full-service homeschool program class that includes testing, report cards, transcripts, and more, plus the many books and resources produced by Christian Liberty Press and other excellent publishers. And visit us on Sunday for a morning Bible study and worship service that starts at 10 a.m. Visit ChristianLiberty.com or call 847-385-2012.